This episode is brought to you by Cobury Digital. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Entrepreneur Rush. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can improve your conversion rate by focusing on your landing page. Now, a lot of people think it's all about the advertising, you know, that if the ads are good enough, if the product is solid enough, you're going to sell. That's not really the case, though. A lot of the time, if you end up on the landing page and the landing page doesn't perform, well, people aren't going to buy the product. Hold up, Emil. We're an ad agency and we're saying that the ads might not be everything? No, 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 Thomas. Look, what I'm saying is, you know, if you've created the ads, you know, they're not performing and I've had a chance to take a look and they're still not performing, it's probably the landing page. I don't know. Joking, joking aside, Thomas. Like, let, let's do this. Let's do this. Point number one. How do you improve your landing page? Well, I think the most important thing is to personalize it, right? You want to make the landing page relevant to the person visiting it. If you're running a Google ad on the uh, search term Black Friday sale, your company name or, you know, your product, send them to the, uh, to the, to a landing page that's specifically tailored to your Black Friday sale. Or if you're running a Facebook ad promoting your Christmas sale, send them to a landing page specifically promoting your Christmas sale. Don't send them to the general, uh, landing page for that product or for your store that you always use year round because people will be confused. They're expecting what they've already seen, right? And the more seamless you make that transition from ad ad or a search term to website, the happier they're going to be. On top of that, they obviously clicked because they wanted to see that Black Friday or Christmas sale. They want to see it on your landing page too. That's what they're here for. Absolutely agree. This is a big one and it's surprising to a lot of people. But what happens in terms of your ROAS, it's crazy. We've had clients grow from ROAS of three to six, seven, and eight simply by personalizing the landing page, right? Making sure that they immediately understand they've come to the right place. And it's not that you know, if you send them to a generic landing page that they don't understand there's a sale, it's just, it doesn't have the same connection. It doesn't have the same level of relevance that sort of makes it abundantly clear that this is the specific Black Friday, the specific Christmas sales, you know, you're in the right place. This is not a sale from last week. This is not, you know, an, an ongoing sale. This is a unique sale for right now. All right. So personalize your landing page. That's the, the first step to sort of improve your conversions and your ROAS. Second of all, you want to take a funnel mentality. Now, this one's pretty interesting because there's a lot of controversy around, you know, funneling and sort of having these long ongoing ads that you just dive into and, you know, you, you can't get through them. Now, that's not what we mean. But by taking a funnel mentality, you know, you can apply that to your landing page and you can sort of tailor it to fit the modern digital customer journey. And what that will mean is that when people see your ad, the first thing they see is just a, a calm presentation of the product. You know, it sort of presents what it is, why they should use it. It might show a few cases of it being used. And then there's a learn more button and you end on the landing page, right? There's no selling. There's no big sale. There's no commit right now. And that follows through, right? You maintain that mentality. So you get to the landing page and on the landing page, it's not a big product with a big sale or a buy now button. No, it begins with storytelling. It's a good video. It's a series of unique selling points convincing you that it's the right product that then builds onto, you know, testimonials, social proof, other reasons that people can see the product that you were just convinced is good. Other people like as well, right? So it's okay to buy it. It's a good one. You might then follow up with the product in action so people can actually see it being used. You know, in the physical customer journey, people go down to the store, they try out the product, they have a different relationship with it. That's not possible online. So show the unboxing of your product. Show the product, you know, being worn by a model, et cetera. Show it in action. And then you sort of end this, this like longer approach of the funnel mentality where 
towards the end, you want to be at the bottom of your purchasing funnel. And it's at that point that you come with the, here's the price you can buy here, buy now. And you can then follow up later in your advertising with remarketing and other tools where, you know, the people that abandoned the website, but that showed an interest that got far down in your funnel will then later on get an opportunity to purchase. The length of the funnel obviously depends on the product, how expensive it is, et cetera. But the point remains, you always want to have a funnel mentality. Totally agree, Emil. I think it's funny, actually, that, you know, the word funnel is associated with, you know, greasy salesmen and uh, shady tactics. But what it is in the end, it's it's the better alternative, right? If you just show people a buying ad right away, it's a, it's the equivalent of a slap to the face, right? It's here, you've never heard of me before. You've never heard of my product before. Buy it. Uh, instead, you want to ease them into it slowly. You want to warm them up and then sell them. And then they'll be happier to buy as well. Um, and that brings us to point three, right? The speed of your website. Now, once people have gone to your website, it needs to be fast. There's no way around it, right? Every millisecond that your website takes to load, you're losing people. People in the day, in the world we live in, people want fast websites. They don't want to wait for it to load. They're not going to wait for it to load. In fact, they will leave. And uh, once they leave, once they spend less time on your website, you have less chances to tell your story or to sell your products. And what's really important here is that a lot of people have their website. They see that it's fast and they think that's enough. That's not necessarily the case. Um, when a, while a website might be fast on a desktop with a stable internet connection, you have to plan around people who are browsing with their phones on mobile data, don't have the best internet connection. There, it also needs to be fast. A lot of people use their phones nowadays for shopping and so on. You need to be fast there as well, not just on desktops with ideal connections. Totally love it. And, and you know, this is something that's mentioned again and again, and it's becoming a bit of a cliche in the world of conversion optimization. But a matter of the fact is that websites are still slow and it's the single biggest conversion killer. There's nothing that's going to kill conversions like a website that takes three, four seconds to load. I mean, nowadays we're even seeing people leaving at the two second mark. And I think that the key takeaway there is especially, you know, you might think your website is fast when it's, you know, cached and fully loaded and on a stable website connection. Check it on the phone, right? It's a different scenario. It's, it's large images that are being downloaded on a, you know, pretty bad connection a lot of the time. It's people on the run. It's, you know, shared Wi-Fi, et cetera. And, and really a lot of mobile websites are just far too slow. All right. So speed up your website. Point number four is to take advantage of pop-ups. Uh, this is just one example, really. What I mean by pop-ups is soft conversions. So if people visit your website, you already have this funnel mentality. We realize people can be interested without wanting to purchase right now. Now, your goal is always to sell them something. It's to provide some sort of value. It's to achieve some sort of opportunity to follow up later, either by means of their data that can be applied through cookies and remarketing. So you show them follow-up ads in the days to follow. But it's most certainly also getting permission to send them emails through pop-ups. So if you really want to improve your conversion rates, if you really want to see that advertising ROAS go crazy, take advantage of all kinds of soft conversions, such as pop-ups. If you're providing value, if it's an interesting product, if you hit the right segment, people will sign up for your newsletter. Once again, something that's associated with greasy sales tactics actually works really well. Uh, if, you, if done right, it just helps a customer move along. And uh, now to point number five, videos. People are scared of videos, right? They think it's complicated to make. You have to edit it. You have the sound, you have the camera and so on. The truth is videos are 
the single mo- best piece of content you can produce. If you're in it, it personalizes your product, it creates trustworthiness, and it will drive your conversion rates all the way to the roof, right? The important thing to remember is it doesn't have to be perfect. The only thing you need to make sure is not horrible is your sound. And by that, I mean, don't film outside in 40 miles per hour wind. Make sure that, you know, the audio is clear. Uh, And that's not too difficult to do. Take your iPhone, film inside, and you're good to go. The video, you know, getting that video out is more important than the quality. Totally agree. I mean, I could not agree more, honestly, because the thing is that Value is value, right? If you're providing value, people appreciate it. If you're being you and if you're giving them something they didn't know, you're helping them along the way. The only exception, right, as you mentioned, is if, you know, the quality is so bad that it's distracting to watch the video, which rarely is the case nowadays with smartphones and and other devices. And if you're trying to step it up a little bit, but you're not ready for a big fancy commitment, uh, a simple clip-on mic could work really well, right? Like a mic you pop on your shirt and thereby ensuring a good audio quality without the need for further editing or expensive equipment, et cetera, and really doesn't take much to set up either. Um, But altogether, you know, with video, the the key point is just the content. That's all that matters. If you're providing value, if you're being you, even imperfect videos work amazingly well. That's it for point five, and on to our final point for today, we have create urgency, sort of create an environment that promotes the fear of missing out. Now, this is a Again, a controversial one right now. It's been a thing for a long time. And, and now again, it's getting sort of an association with sleazy sales tactics of people trying to push you products you don't want. And while that holds some element of truth, it doesn't have to be that way. The thing is, people want to make a good deal. People want to take advantage and make sure that what they're doing is, you know, advantageous to them. And, and there's a fine balance between, you know, selling something and pushing it really, really hard and creating just a sense of urgency that makes sense. The, the big difference, you know, I think, relies, we just had Black Friday, right? Perfect example. A lot of people are running 40, 50, 60% sales. And you then realize a week later that they always have 25% sales. And, you know, that, that goes a bit too far. It's a bit sleazy. Sure, you created urgency, but it might have damaged your brand because they realized, you know, you're not very reliable. On the other hand, if you ran a genuine 20% sale, and it's back to full price after, well, you created a sense of urgency that makes sense, that drives more sales, and that maintains that sort of brand loyalty. And really, there are, there are several ways of doing it. You have the discount codes, but we also have something that is not revolved around a specific sale. What we see a lot here in Denmark is surprises. So, you know, purchase within the next certain amount of hours, and you'll receive a surprise, a small gift added to your order. Uh, we also see limited edition products. I mean, Supreme managed to do this to to perfection, really, and is now being copied uh, by a large amount of brands. But but anything that really creates a reason that you want to be buying right now, that's where you want to go to push those conversions towards the end. Yeah, I totally agree. The the surprise and delight factor, the different kinds of sales is what what's really important here, right? Everyone's familiar with uh, 20% off here, 30% off here. But the, you know, adding something extra just means so much more or, you know, making it a, you don't know what you'll get. Uh, adds so much more flavor, I guess. Makes people much more interested in what you're selling than a random 20% off with no explanation. Um, so basically, Emil... Once you have, right, once you've personalized your landing pages, you've adopted a funnel mentality in everything you do, you've sped up your website, you've introduced the right amount of pop-ups, you've created a ton of videos, you've created also a fear of missing out, added in some surprise and delight elements. Does that mean, you know, you'll start selling more? 
Well, yes and no, right? If, if you're still producing something that people aren't interested in, if you're running bad ads, if you're driving the wrong traffic, no. Um, but at the end of the day, if your ads were working, if you were targeting the right people, if you're sending the right traffic to your website, then yes, you're going to sell more. Your ROAS is going to go up. Conversions are going to be better. And, and really, you will just you'll be able to continuously do this in every sort of ad you're running. You'll be able to see, okay, which specific audience am I targeting? What are they expecting? You make a landing page that sort of works in accordance with that. And yes, your roles is going to go up. It's that simple. But the key here is to understand that one doesn't go without the other, right? You cannot just blame your advertising if your landing page is bad, but you also cannot just blame your sort of like um, your landing page if the advertising is really bad. They go hand in hand and there's not a sort of one landing page that, that just, you know, works for everyone. It really does depend on segmentation. So these six points are general points that largely apply to everything, but you always want to look into the specific case. What kind of audience do I have? You know, in some audiences, the urgency and fear of missing out sort of doesn't work if it takes away from the lucrative element. At the same time, you know, pop-ups can be a bit pushy and annoying if it's a very, very classy environment they're coming on to. Whereas we have other points that sort of just stand out, right? Personalizing your landing page, using a funnel mentality, improving speed. Those always sort of just work. It's just a general thing that we expect. Anyway, that's it uh, for today's episode, everyone. We hope you, you know, found some value and that you understood uh, that there's a correlation between your advertising and your landing pages. One doesn't work without the other. ROAS is really a an overarching project where you need to have a good product. You need to have the right segment that you're targeting. You need to have some branding, you know, to present the product. You need to have strong advertising, but you most certainly, and this is something that people keep on forgetting, need to focus on your landing pages. Make sure they reflect everything I just mentioned. Make sure they're up to date. Make sure you take advantage of our six steps and you'll start selling. And now's the time to share and subscribe.